For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. Welcome to WCW Retro. I'm your host of the evening, Papa Strode, the maestro of wrestling. Great to have you guys with us as always. This is the place to be, folks. 
where we talk about past, present, future professional wrestling, but so much more. You never knew he's going to call in. It's half the fun. The Wild Wild West of Podcast right here. WCB Retro on the VOCNation.com network. Lots happening. Uh, lots to talk about, including tonight's topic. Uh, what if? Uh, and inspired, obviously, by the Marvels what if. Uh, but this applies to professional wrestling what if. So if you have a favorite what-if scenario you'd like to call in and share with us, please call in any time during tonight's live WCB Retro Podcast at 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. So a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, We'll be talking about what-if plus wrestling news and so much more. And uh, before we dive into that tonight, uh, I'd like to make a few announcements and shout-outs, if you will. First off, uh, shout-out to Masters of Ring Entertainment, mastersofringentertainment.com. Official uh, special friends, uh, thank you guys so much for having your event in High Point, North Carolina, this past uh, Saturday. It was a good time seeing everybody and good put some smiles on people's faces. Uh, always a good time to fish special friends. With that being said, uh, if you'd like to support Fishing with Special Friends, you could do so at fishingwithspecialfriends.com. More info. Uh, Innovative Hybrid Wrestling in the Maritimes area in Canada. Find out what they're up to at facebook.com slash IHW Wrestling. Cauliflower Alley Club. Find out what's going on with the Cauliflower Alley Club at cauliflowerallyclub.org. Um, as far as uh, film news goes, uh, I just got upset. Uh, for the upcoming spy series known as Hybrid, which will be out probably towards the end of the year. Be looking out for Hybrid. Um, Stench of Iniquity, which I star with the ancient vampire named Abba, is out now on Vimeo.com. You can watch it for free at Vimeo.com slash Turnerverse. That's V-I-M-E-O dot com slash Turnerverse. Um, the Double Starter is still playing on YouTube. Dot com, The Devil's Daughter, Harlequin Story, you can check, which I star as Dr. Arkham in that film. You can check that out uh, on YouTube. Just type in The Devil's Daughter, uh, Harlequin Story on YouTube.com to go there. Watch for free. Also, you can check it out on Amazon Fire TV and Dominus TV as well. Um, I just uh, got upset for a future horror sci-fi miniseries that'll be out soon. Uh, so I'll definitely keep you updated as more news develops on that as well. And I'll be on set soon for an upcoming uh, horror thriller feature, which I'll be giving more news about as the months progress, if you will. Um, but uh, I'll keep you guys abreast of what's happening uh, with all the latest from the film. But uh, that's that's it so far. Also, uh, tomorrow night on uh, my horror sci-fi show, The Stro Zone, at midnight Eastern Standard Time, at my official Facebook page, facebook.com slash Maestro. Uh, tomorrow night's The Stro Zone feature will be The Last Man on Earth, so please tune in for that classic. Uh, once again, it's The Last Man on Earth will be the feature for tomorrow night's The Stro Zone. Uh, Saturday night, I'll be doing special color commentary for Shockwave Wrestling Entertainment uh, event. Uh, Memorial Mayhem being held at the Craven County Fairgrounds in New Bern, North Carolina. 
doors open at 6 p.m. Actually, 6.30 p.m. rather. I'm sorry. 6.30 p.m. doors open and bell time will be 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Got a great card on tap uh, for uh, Saturday night, including the Tag Team Championships on the line as well. So um, coming down to see us if you're in the Newburgh, North Carolina area. For more information, go to Shockwave Wrestling Entertainment on Facebook.com. Lots lots happening tonight. Uh, Lots to talk about tonight. And, of course, once again tonight's topic is what if. So... um, and just a roundup of uh, my social media, my official website, thestro.com, D-H-E-S-T-R-O.com, merchandise website, thestro.com slash merchandise, which I got new uh, Strozilla merch, as well as classic Cowboy Skull Stro, Papa Stro merch on sale now for all ladies, including pets. So uh, get your Papa Stro merch today. Uh, on Facebook at Stro the Maestro, Twitter at Sign the Stro, Twitter, Twitch rather, at twitch.tv slash realpapastro. Like a big donation to yours truly. Buy me a cup of coffee, tips, give me a gift, etc. And thank you for those that have already done so. I love you and appreciate you for it. But if you'd like to send it to yours truly, Papastro, send it my PayPal, paypal.me slash papastro. That's paypal.me slash papastro. Thank you in advance for your support. Taking bookings, all kinds of stuff these days, commentary, voiceover. Uh, like to cast me for your film or television project, uh, wrestling events, uh, comic cons, commercials, endorsements, uh, autograph signings, appearances, speaking engagements, what have you, birthday parties. Heck, I, I do a lot these days. You name it. Uh, interviews, charities, etc. Uh, email me, uh, strofoy at yahoo.com, S T R O number four Y A at yahoo.com. Listen, let's talk business, baby. And if you'd like to be a special guest on an upcoming episode of WCW Retro, hit us up, WCWRetro at Yahoo.com. Let's get you some exposure on the network, if you will. Um, also, uh, support VOC Nation at ProWrestlingTees.com slash VOC Nation. And buy your favorite VOC Nation t-shirt today, including one of uh, WCW Retro and one of yours truly, to full faces of stroke. So support the VOC Nation, man. Right on. And enjoy all the great podcasts we got going on at And with that, we'll take our first commercial break. The calls are lining up. Stick with us, guys. Uh, we'll be right back. And uh, just Jeffy, so stick with us. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks, having started way back in 2010. VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan, Kito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews 
with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. This is your amiga, Shelly from Cali, to let you know you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Welcome back to WCW Retro. I'm Papa Stro here. Great to have you guys with us. Uh, that was that was my brother Haku's uh, slash Ming's uh, theme song, man. Uh, love Haku, man. Him and Barbarian, I used to hang out all the time, man. Have, have a blast. Uh, great matches. Uh, brutal basketball games. <laughs> you name it. Always a good time. Uh, but tonight's topic is what if. So call in anytime tonight's live WCW Retro Podcast, 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. And I keep talking fast enough, I can be an auctioneer. Oh, imagine that. I'm just kidding. I'd probably sound like Jerry Clower on speed. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, great to have you guys with us. Lots to talk about tonight. I see we got the calls lined up, so let's not keep them waiting, shall we? Let's do this. All right, first call. Oh, two of my brothers. All right, let's, let's get. All right, the first one here. I think this is the amazing Velvet. Yeah, is this you, my brother? <laughs> yes, it is. I'm, I'm here. I'm surprised I'm still yes. up, but I'm here. Yeah, all right, my man. Yeah. Yes. Great to have. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah I, I knew you was going to topic tonight. What oh, if? Absolutely. 
There's too many variables. Too many variables. <laughs> right? Too oh many. my God! As if this business isn't crazy enough. <laughs> right? Jeez. Let's just throw some more on it. <laughs> yeah, some gasoline to fire, man. Oh my God! Uh, well, let's let's bring on the um the brother here, man, from all the way from Chicago. We will. Uh, this Chaz, my brother. How you doing, man? Uh-oh. Chaz, where'd he, where'd he at? Yeah, he I know he's there. I hope not. <laughs> Did he mute himself and he doesn't know it? I'll, I'm gonna tell you what Gene Oakland told Sid Vicious. Hey, we're live, pal. <laughs> <laughs> My brother, are you there, man? Funny. It shows you there. I got you on, man. I'm not getting no getting no love. If you're there, man, click on back anytime. We'll we'll uh, pull the four down to you. But it, it's 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 live whenever you want to pick up, man. But uh, yeah, man, oh, crazy dude. I, I tell you, this this business is going nuts. I mean. I, I was coming through the news, the feedback, and you had freaking CM Punk going after Eric Bischoff, and you had uh, Buff Bagwell hating the world, including me. And I mean, my God, I thought. Yeah, I friends. saw that. I saw that. I what the hell? crap is that? I know, right? It, I, oh, my I God. Think, I thought we were boys. You know, Buff's hanging on to that dream as hard as he can. You know, uh, and I get that. But yeah, here's the thing. I was. <laughs> He's foolish. He's, He's he, and you know what? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. He's foolish. That piano crap. guy, he said. That piano guy and the oh. hot chick. Yeah, okay. And I'm like, are you serious? And he said, eh, they wanted me to lose to him, and uh, he was a weird dude beyond his ability. I said, dude. Have you forgotten who uh, – you can't be talking about the same person, dude. I, I even wrestled the guy even before I was maestro. He forgot about that, apparently. And he forgot, uh, forgot all those years I've been in the business before WCW. On, on top of that, I've never worked out in the gym with him. And he acted like he uh, – you know what I mean? It was that was nuts. Right. He, you know what? And I'm, I'm not saying I – I don't even know what to say. Cause <laughs> I remember – I remember the last Thunder. I remember the last Thunder – they were featuring him, and they had the meet and greet with him, Big Vito, and uh, uh, I think uh, I think Rick Steiner because Scott wasn't there, and right. they were doing that. And I was playing security, and then one of my friends' girlfriends said, "Hey, want to meet Buff?" So I grabbed her, drug her all the way through, put her right in front of Buff, and blah blah blah. And then you know, but here's the thing. I don't get it, because he can remember that, but he can't remember that. You? Come on. How can he remember one yeah. little blip, blip with me, getting into it with him, and Vito, but he can remember that, but he can't remember you. What kind of crap is that, dude? No, I, was in the, I don't I was believe in the ring any of that. I don't believe any of that. I don't believe any of that it. Dude I think even he thanked me. <laughs> he even thanked me, man, <laughs> after the match we had. Because he just came back to the injury with Steiner with his neck. Remember that? Right. And he yeah. even thanked me for looking out. He even thanked me for looking out for him during the match. And I, I thought we were cool. He even called one time during one of my birthday party podcasts to say, "Wish me happy birthday." 
And I'm thinking, is this the same guy? There's something wrong with him. And he's like, I'm something. so weird. And listen. And all these exercises. He has I mean, have you never seen me walk out? No. But he's oh but here's the thing. He's got he's got his own podcast. He's got a lot of people in his head and ear because I watched a little bit of it and listened to a little bit of it. It's like that's crazy stuff. But uh, it is. Anyway. He was hating on everybody, man. He was hating on Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, like you had, like, you were you were there for what five seconds. Come on. Oh, that's crazy. How could you hate on? And, him? and he was. So- he was even hating on, like, the NWO members and all that in the interview. I'm like, dude, you worked with these guys, man. You know what I mean? Something's, something's oh, up. Okay, something's man. up. Something's up with him, though. Seriously, something's up. That's not even cool. Because, you he, mean, come on. He's like he's like turning heel on the world, man. And, like I said, I thought sounds, we were friends. To, to me, he just sounds like a spoiled brat. That's all that sounds like. And, and you know what? And as far as the... Going to Bischoff and complaining about losing to me. There was no issue with that. There was never an issue with who's jobbing to who, man. I mean, come on. No. No. We just did our thing and Not, that was it. You know what I mean? And you know, it's fine. Exactly. Everything was cool to me, man. I mean. <laughs> yeah, you know. But you're a weird dude. I don't man. know. You're no, a weird yeah. dude. <laughs> Apparently. But, you know, newsflash, we're all weird in this business. God, you can't be sane to pro wrestling. <laughs> no. You know what I'm yeah, thank you very much. Exactly. Oh Everybody's my God. got their quirks. That, that, Everybody's got their little things. I mean, oh, my call, God. Yeah, call really. Call weird wrestling to compliment. <laughs> For real. But I, I don't know, man. I'm really worried about him, honestly. I've been praying for him, and I don't know if uh, think, the DDP I think thing he's losing is, it, bro. is helping him, honestly. I think he's I losing know. it. I mean, Maybe, I, I, well, hell, is he drinking? I mean, mean, is he doing? I don't. I mean, I don't know what he's doing. I can't tell you. I don't know. I, I've heard some of his rants on his podcast, but I've never seen him. When I saw that, I went, "What the heck is going on with here?" And at the same time, he was getting on there saying, "Uh." Uh, well, I know this is going nationwide. I don't want to hurt his feelings, and he's a nice guy. But uh, then he goes on about how I'm weird and saying all these lies, man. And they, they're blatant lies, man. I mean, none of it's of true. Of course they are. That's, that's, no, of course they you, are. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, come on, dude. I don't know what the deal is with him, dude. There's something up. I'm seriously, I, there's something up. And then, and then I listened to the rest of the interview and all the crazy things he was saying about everybody else. I was like, damn, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no. he was he was throwing everybody under the bus, man, and running them over. Yep. But, but just whatever. for the record, man, there, there was never heat here with me with him. There was never heat at all. I was, I, was like, I thought we were, we were friends. We were buds, man. Shoot. Well, you know what? I, you know what? <laughs> go you gotta let it go. You gotta just let it go. You gotta just yeah, let man. it go. I remember one time sitting you know there I mean? talking to him and Lex. I'm, I remember mm-hmm. one time sitting there talking to him and Lex Luger, right? And uh, they were complaining about staying not not working out with him anymore, not hitting the tanning bed and all that. That was back when he was first doing the crow bit, right? Mm-hmm. And and I'm thinking, damn, I I thought Sting and them were tight. Why they, you know? <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. Oh, geez. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Sting's like the nicest guy. Sting is legit like the nicest dude, man, you ever want to meet. If you, once you get, you know, I mean, when you meet him, get to know him, he's a really nice dude. 
He's a really nice dude. I mean, I, I've heard nothing but good stuff about him his whole career, and that he's never been really yeah crazy or whatever. Yeah, he that, you know, early just, on. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he, he had his problems too, but he worked them out. You know, mean thing did he exactly, worked them out? Ex- and, exactly, exactly. And he's always been a, a good dude to me. And I mean, that's just like hating on Bobby Eaton, man. Come on, really. <laughs> yeah, you can't hate on that dude, Cooper, for real. Hell, even Goldberg wanted to end his streak to Bobby Eaton. You hear about that? Mm-hmm. He loved Bobby Eaton. I did. Go Goldberg? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> Talking about what if. <laughs> that would that would that's a huge crazy. what if right there. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 that's that's crazy, man. But yeah, this this business never seems amazing, man. That's where. Yes, yes. When you think the sun is up, yeah, the moon is coming up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, you know. But I, I would say that. Uh huh. Uh, Rick, the new Rick Flair podcast with a uh, comrade Thompson. I'm digging it, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. It's, it's, I am too. I'll, I'll be honest with you. It's so much. It's so much better than the one he did with what's his face, the announcer. You know, I'm talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, he had I to can't get away think from of his that name. Dude. He said it too. I can't either. He said, but he had to get away from him. It was ridiculous. Yeah, because you know when you watch that the, the the podcast with him and Flair on it, it was just like who can agree with what, and it wasn't about. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't. No, they were arguing. Yeah. It was you know the guy was trying to. I guess he was trying to gaslight Ric Flair. On the show a couple times, I'm like, dude, you're about to get hurt. No, yeah, I mean, <laughs> dude, please. But it, it, but, but the uh, Comrade Thompson uh, con- uh, connection with Rick, man, they're showing old footage, old NWA footage, and and talking about it. Man, it's so cool. Oh yeah, man. I'm, I'm really digging it. I mean, they got in depth with everybody. They got in depth with Oli, what was good, what was not good, was he a crowbar, all that, and then they said, you know, what was his demise. You know what? What? What did he contribute to? The, I mean, all that stuff. Tully Blanchard, oh, Damon yeah. Lex Luger. Oh yeah. They so talked about everybody, yeah. man. Everybody. You know. God. Flair's not the really thing. Chaz on here, man. <laughs> okay. Is he, he back? Is he back? Yeah, I hope, I hope so. Chaz, are you there, brother? Hey, what's happening, guys? Sorry about that. Uh, yeah. Had a little bit. Of you relax over there, slick. Just uh, yeah, a little trouble. <laughs> I've been listening to you. I've been listening to y'all, and I gotta tell you, I'm not yeah, sick of Rick Flair train with him. Then again, how nice the guy is Rick yeah. Flair to let Jay Lethal train with him. So you know, there's a mutual. That's respect amazing. There. Oh my God, have you seen the training session? And he's oh, and man. he's he took That's he so took good. a full body slam at 72 years old. Come on now. Hey, one more, Come one on year now. older. He can beat Lutez for working uh, yep. as the oldest worker. Because Fez was yep. 73 when he worked out in Japan the last time. That's right. That's right. Oh, man. Singles match. I, I, I mean, still working at, in tag matches. But a singles match, Fez was 73. There you go. I want, now I want I, DJ Lee's on Rick Flair. I'll book that them, would man. be awesome. I want to see somebody book these. Not book me. those guys for. Now the way I see it, I, I, what if 
Ric Flair beats Matt Cardona for the NWA World Championship. <laughs> uh, I can I answer that for you? Vince McMahon's going to have a holy hell conniption fit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine? And if, and if I was... If I was this nature boy's Bobby Davis, Nick Aldis wouldn't get a shot at the title for the rest of his life. <laughs> Nick Aldis was talking about going to WWE. Nick Aldis oh, was the God. biggest disgrace to the NWA oh, World yeah. Championship ever. Twenty-seven. He's talking about. He's talking about. Here. I'm gonna go. Yep. Either I'm gonna go. Uh, uh, the WWE. They might give me a contract. I'm gonna talk to them. Yeah, okay, good luck. What they should do with Nick Aldis in the E is put the bison head over him and make him the new Mantar. <laughs> yep. I, I, I'm sorry, just there's so, only one Cody Rhodes. And there's only no, one Cody. Just so the, <laughs> no, just so sorry, they, Nick. They, they need to make him the new Mountie. <laughs> oh man, Jack Ramon will be pissed. <laughs> Mike will come up looking for gimmick infringement. Yep, <laughs> be funny. See, God, I was a Mountie fan. I like Jack Rougeau, man. He was awesome. I liked him better with the uh, with his brother as the Rougeau brothers. Though I, I didn't care oh, when they, they started. Great? I love that team. They were a good team. When they started doing the cartoon mm-hmm. gimmicks, they were there for it. Yep. Uh, yep. We all, you know, oh, yeah. the true wrestling fans that were brought up and raised on the magazines, we knew who they were. Stop with the, with the mm-hmm. cartoon names. Mm-hmm. But then again, I'm a billionaire oh. and I'm not, so who the hell am I to argue? You, you know, Jock still looks in good shape, too, man. Yeah, so does Raymond. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. You know, I, I, th- I think if given a chance, either one of them could get, have another run. <laughs> Probably. You know, it, it's funny that we talk. We you know we talk about um, the old days and, and being purists and, and you know being brought to the game a little too late. You know, as far as myself is concerned, I feel I was I'm 20 years too late to the game. But whatever. But you take a look at you know all these young kids that have no concept of the history of the game, and it's it's sad. You, know, you can we can rip that. on them all we want, but it's just it's sad. I blame the trainers for not showing them they're not showing them the old ways. Right. Well, there's a one. That's why it's so. That's why it's so cool to see um, guys like Jay Lethal help out Rick the way he's doing. Man, I mean, I, I think yeah. it's, it's, it's a great thing to see. I mean, even like really I said, I'm, a, I'm not a big, I'm not a big huge proponent of AEW, but I'm a huge proponent of MJF because the kid's got it. He understands. Oh God, he, he's he's amazing. The kid's got it all that's over. That's he's he's got it in space. I mean, you know, he that gets promo it. he gave me the other night. Dynamite! Yeah. My God, amazing. I just don't want to see him when his contract's up in 2024. Jumps to the E. And they ruined him. Oh, they smart. They wouldn't because even you know that you know what'll happen. I mean, he's not going to be. Mm-hmm. He's he's a great 
he's got it all. He's got the whole package, yes. You know, I call him the modern-day Piper because I really think he's got that same delivery, same style, same just at you in your face and all that, and can work. So, okay, we got all oh, that. Gosh, yeah. What happens? What hey, happens? No what happens? What, what happens when a lot of those guys go to eat? They repackage them to be idiots and don't mm-hmm. let them do their thing. They, right. so, yeah, okay, yeah, you're getting millions of dollars. Great. But you look like a fool. That's not the reason why you went there. Yeah, by the same token, though, by the same token, they let other, they let guys do their thing over there a little bit. And it didn't get over as much as they thought it would because it was internet wrestling community stupid. Finn Balor comes oh, yeah. by and open nonsense. You know, the only guys that liked that were yeah. 42 year olds living in their mother's freaking basement. Oh, you know, who gives a shit? <laughs> right? Okay. Shit was about He's a right. Boy, but he was just coming out of a leather jacket. Yeah. He's right. <laughs> Oh, speaking you know, of, I mean, here it comes. Here it comes. We got the Skype caller. Oh, oh my gosh, the one, one, one. Is that Brian? Let's, it could be anybody. Is he still looking for Kyle? Uh, we'll, we'll, there we'll, goes we'll the neighbor. Out here in a minute. <laughs> here we go, real please. Here he is. One, one, one. Welcome to WCW Retro. Hey guys, long time no see. Oh Brian. Lord, I thought it was Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How you doing, brother? Welcome back. I'm man. doing I'm doing well as expected. Uh thank you so much. Oh, well you've been hiding here, man. It's like a big reunion here, man. Uh, <laughs> I hadn't been I hadn't been hiding under no pineapple under the sea. So at that okay. day, so. uh, <laughs> <is it> me? <laughs> no, you're just laying under a rock. I could have been, anyway. you, you know, you you never know, you never know. Well, where you where you been? We ain't heard nothing from you. Meanwhile, parts yeah, unknown. I I've been in parts <laughs> unknown. Okay. He he was hanging with Kyle in parts unknown. He finally found. Oh Kyle. man, that must have been, must have been a good time. <laughs> it was. They got evicted. It's oh, it's whatever it. floats your boat. Uh, yeah, I gotta give you kind of a funny what if. I was listening to this clip today. It popped up on Twitter. It was Bobby Heenan, and they were talking about how he was treated by WCW. He wasn't too, wasn't too uh, congratulatory toward Bischoff. And the interviewer asked uh-huh. him, he said, "Well, what would you do if you were running WCW?" He said, "I'd gather the whole roster in a room and roll a grenade in." <laughs> oh, 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 that's funny. Oh man, I like that. Hey, there's a what if. Speaking of, speaking of, I, I mentioned earlier with Velvet, um, Eric Bischoff's heat with uh, CM Punk. Did you guys hear about that? Yeah, I, I'm actually siding with Bischoff on this one. Yeah, some something, something about AEW and how they can do better business, and they had a big. Well, you you got a mark run. You got a mark running the company. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. Yeah, you know you have a mark running AEW. It's got a lot of money, and don't really know what he's doing. He's like, it, it, 
like I said years ago in the Attitude Era, when the Attitude Era finished, Vince McMahon had his little toys, and he threw them all out in the pasture because he was done with them. He was done messing with them. And then, then you got all these nostalgia things after that, everybody coming back. Oh, this one's coming back, and that one's coming back. But they didn't stay long, you know? So, but you got you got to do, here's the thing, just do better. Bottom line is do better. Don't copycat, do, what do better. You think? Yeah. What do you think, Brian, about the punk Eric Bischoff? Well, here? you know, you know, I forget, but, uh, about a week ago, I was reading some major star from the Attitude Era. Uh, Vince asked him one time, said, who are the guys you would fire? And he said, well, he said, first I would get rid he, he said, the main guys I get rid of is Shawn Michaels and Triple H. Because he said, they're your problem. Ooh. He said, that's the click. And he said, uh, he said, that's who I'd get rid of. And, you know, the the AEW... Uh, Tony Khan is a he's he's like a kid at a candy store, and yep. basically <laughs> he's letting he's letting the young bucks, Kenny Omega, and all the you know if you want to call them the click, whatever you want to call them, he's letting them basically the inmates run the asylum instead of having writers in there to write the show of how it should be and stuff like that. He's letting he, he's just mm. letting them have fun and spend the money and play with the toys and get all the candy yep. and everything else while everybody else, Keith Lee and Swerve and all these other people that come in there, they get dropped down on the roster. When's the last time you seen Brian Cage? Oh, yeah, he was with Ring of Honor. But he ain't been on the AEW no more, even though he is signed with AEW. He was both no, he, he walked well out. He said he guys. had enough of that. He had enough. Oh, wow. I mean, here, wow. Let's, let's take a look at this in perspective, guys. Tony Khan, this is nothing new to him. He took a team of Fulham FC out in England, and he buried mm-hmm. them. He bought all this high-priced mm-hmm. talent that could not work together, and he buried that club, and it took five years. Now, they're finally going to get promoted back to the premiership this year. After five wow. years of being buried, in the second tier, and, and if you know anything about English football, when you go down to mm-hmm. the second tier, you're basically in AAA minors. Right. So your your TV deals are gone. Your TV and radio is only local. You know the big sponsorships from apparel makers is gone. Your ability to buy players is cut in half. You know, and they, and they have shareholders wow. to, to answer to. Because all those clubs are publicly mm-hmm. traded. So he buried that right. club. He buried the Jacksonville oh, Jaguars who were on the verge of being Super Bowl contenders. What? How did they win? What? Mm-hmm. Three, four games? The last three years? Mm. And he took an idea. He took a, a concept that whether you like these kids or not, that the Bucks and Cody Rhodes had developed. And he had the ability, if it was run the right way, and by the right way is you organically grow talent as they were doing at the mm-hmm. beginning, and you provide an alternative that gives the major player, in which case WWE, a run for its money. Right. Instead, he's mm-hmm. going to shoot his mouth off, 
about how he's going to run Vince out of business, and my father's got more money than you do, and we're going to sign this guy uh-huh. and that guy and this rich red and this loser and, and this fat tub of goo, Keith Lee, that couldn't make it. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, my question is well, this. I, my question is this. Hang on a second. My question is this. Where the hell is Miro? Huh? Where's Miro at? He got injured. I, I think he's filming, oh, okay. a, uh, he's filming a TV series, I believe. But he's still on the contract, though. Everybody's saying this is WCW all over again. But let's give WCW a little credit. They had Vince on the ropes. This kid doesn't. Yeah. No, no, he's not even close, bro. No. And you know, you know, as hey, uh, Chaz, as I no was mentioned what? to Stro yesterday when he was on his YouTube live, we were talking. I told Stro, I said, you know, Stro, people can say what they want to about WCW, but I said there's one thing WCW has over all these other major promotions that no, that none of them have. He said, what's that? I said, well, I said, they never mocked Jesus Christ on their show. They never did that. No. The WWE, ECW, AEW, they all did it. Oh, wait, I'm going to stop you so, for that one. Billy Corgan, okay. <laughs> number one, who I have a long history with in Chicago, used to bring right. out a guy that was a, a, was a, a bit indie worker. The kid was horrible. But he would dress him up mm-hmm. as Jesus Christ and throw him out every show at our pro. Oh my oh, god! Oh wow! Really? Mm. As a meet, I thought it was the most disrespectful thing I ever saw in my life. Mm. You want to talk about a money mark? Let's talk about a money mark. Yeah. <laughs> what if? That's horrible. What if Bruce Starr did not sell the NWA to Billy Corrigan? Would it be better off? Man. That that is Bruce ridiculous. Corporate, <laughs> he, was, he was a good boss. He was a good boss. Yeah, in the NBA. I mean, all the all the guys that, that were in the territory, all the guys that were owners, Mid South, Gulf State, Western States, Vendetta, all of those guys got screwed because they were all supposed to be brought in as, especially the ones that were champions that didn't lose their belts. They were all supposed to be brought mm-hmm. in and run their program. So that the transitions were there. No, instead, Corrigan right. screwed all of them, gathered up all their belts, and the only guy he gave a run to was Tim Storm. No disrespect to Tim Storm, uh, but why just him? Right, yeah. Because the NWA is, of, of, of back in the day was a sanctioning body. It wasn't just, you know what I mean? It was Again, sanctioning sure, body we've, different we've maintained, promotions. That. we've maintained that many yeah. times. Not a promotion. Right. It's a it's a body. But right. now they're trying to make it into a single entity promotion. And you want to talk about having your yeah. buddies, your little action figures, Jay Bradley? Are you nuts? That kid hasn't been relevant in twelve years. <laughs> He's a big thing tag team. Yeah. Sorry, Brad. You still. Suck. Oh man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when I heard Mac Cardona, I mean, 
I heard now I heard Matt Cardona won the t- NWA title, and I've, I've not honestly I've got nothing against the guy. Seriously, I mean he, he's worked hard and done what he had to do his career. It, it's I'm just thinking, my God, man, how far? Like remember, the, I just remember the NWA in a higher prominence. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Well, and the problem is, I, I don't know. It's not they they need to go back to what it stands for. No nonsense. In your face, professional wrestling, and it says wrestling, like Dusty Rhodes always said, wrestling's in the marquee. Get mm-hmm. back to that. Quit being quit being a flash in the pan. Quit bringing back Ricky Morton and all those guys. I love them to death, but guess what? They can't do anything. They're not helping the brand. You know how they help the brand? Let them manage. Let them commentate. Let them be the Johnny Weaver of today. Let them do that. Okay? That's how you fix that. I would love and, to be a Johnny keep Weaver. keep them relevant. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It'll keep them relevant yeah, but and out of the ring. You know what I'm saying? But I'll tell keep you, them out I'll of tell the you what, ring. Right. Right. Richie and Robert, to me, were a more viable tag team even at their age now. Then uh, he's, what, what does Bradley call his team? The Fixers? Come on, guys. But I'm just saying, you wanna <laughs> make NWA, if you want to make that relevant again, you have to you have to run like it's the territories all over. You got NWA here, here, right. here, and here, and that's what you need to do. And you need to spread it out, and you need to spread the wealth. They have and you it. need Corbin killed it. I know, but he needs he's uh. an idiot. He needs to go back to that. If you yeah, well, as long as he owns that, it. <laughs> he owns it. I know he owns it. I'm just saying. Retro. 843 uh, area code. Who we got? Hey, guys. It's me. Hi, me. How's it going? Hey, it's Tim. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, guys? Hey, Tim. What's going on? Hey, hey Tim. How you doing, man? Welcome, welcome back. Uh, yeah, uh. getting everything ready for this weekend, so... <laughs> Oh, I hear you. I hear you. Oh, man, we're right in the middle of a hot topic right now with the NWA and all kinds of other stuff. So, yeah, feel free to join in. NWA. NWA's a joke right now. Speaking, speaking of NWA, does, does anybody know anybody know what happened to uh, – I don't even know if he's still working with WWE backstage or what. Is Terry Taylor still working there or what? I talk to Terry Taylor every week. Terry Taylor is training uh-huh. for NXT. He's doing a hell of a job. Oh, great. Oh, okay. okay. So, he, I so That's cool. I, I I, I'm glad they kept him. That's nice. I'm glad they kept Terry. Yeah, yeah he's, Terry's uh, he's working, a good one. Terry's working under um, Matt Bloom. Matt's the head trainer still down there. Oh, Matt's a good, and, Matt's a good okay. guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Terry's working Prince under Prince Alfred. Hey, everybody, I'm alone, Mm-hmm. Yeah, Terry and Sean Michaels are training Mike down there as well. Yep. How cool. Yeah. And now Terry, Terry's one of the head traders down there. I talk to Terry about just about every other week. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, actually... Terry's a good guy, man. Terry's a good guy. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. And, um, actually, uh, Dave, what you mentioned about, you know, you know, uh, you know the old-timers, basically, or you know, the famers, whatever, you know, doing commentary. Actually, our show this weekend, um, it's, it's taped like three shows, 
and then it's put on Facebook um, with NAWA. Um, we're trying to get Jerry uh, Lawler to help with commentary um, for the next few shows whenever this one's taped. Wow. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's awesome. Dude. Good luck with that. Hope y'all got some deep pockets. Yeah. Um, hey, now, you gotta, you know, now all you got to do, Tim, is all you got to do now is you got to contact me via Facebook Messenger and book the best manager in the business for your company. And I don't work, I work reasonable. So we need to do business. Hi-o. Give me a call. Hi-o. Well, hey, Chad, Chad's fitting the bill for this one, so I don't know. I mean, he he booked the um, the strawberry festival we had uh, last week. So, oh, how'd that go? How'd the strawberry festival go? Um, it went good. I had another booking. Um, you know, with my photography, I had a um, I had a prior engagement, so it kind of fell into the same bracket. So I'm like, I'm definitely not missing, you know, this weekend, uh, which I'm going up uh, <laughs> tomorrow night to be there early. You know, to help set up and all. Cool. Um, but, uh, I mean, you know, Leland was there, you know, from Dog, you know, Leland Chapman. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so uh, there uh, – and and Chad fit um, uh, with um, his heating and air. He, he fit the bill for the whole thing. Um, so yeah. I think okay. – yeah, so I think he's fitting the bill for Jerry – to you know, help with you know, help with commentary. So that's all I know right now. And what company? Uh, what company is this again? It's uh, Patriotic Wrestling Federation or PWF. Oh, that's right, Zach. Zach. Yeah, yeah, Zach. It's, it's just a points. <laughs> That's nothing like backing up. The Somebody's backing up. <laughs> 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 oh, there uh, we go. The big, hey, hey, was uh was Abdul the butcher backing up? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Hey, that King Kong was that King Kong Bundy? <laughs> or is Cal here on King Kong Buddy? <laughs> yeah. Oh. 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 Bundy worked for Dave over at GLCW. He couldn't pronounce Bundy, so he called him King Kong Buddy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Chris ate it up. Chris loved it. You want to talk about a hell of a nice right. guy? Chris Pally's yeah. a hell of a nice guy. Yeah, he was. He, he was good people, mm. man. I miss him. Yeah. That David the time Owen put... and I pulled the rib on him in Raw, Monday Night Raw. Oh, Lord. Uh, no, just, tell me. we uh, we're we're in, Junk, we're in Junkstown, Pennsylvania. We just got back from Monday Night Raw, and we just dropped off to okay. business in Brooklyn Bay at the hotel. And I'm driving the van, and Owen's in the passenger side, and Bundy's in the back getting his bags out, and it's pouring down rain, right? Uh, Owen elbows me, right, and says, floor it. I'm like, what? He says, floor it, man. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I take off, and the bag's up all over Bundy, right? And Bundy's, like, chasing me around the parking lot, cussing at me and everything, and I thought he was going to eat me at the time. I was Freaking out, and, and Owen's in the past. Owen's in the past, and decides laughing his ass off. And, and like two years later, at a, at a 
a show in uh, Alexandria, Virginia, down near D.C. Uh, I was doing the show with Bundy, and I saw Bundy come towards me. I'm like, oh, God, he's going to ring my neck, right? And he puts his arm around me and starts laughing. He knew Owen put me up to the rib, right? So <laughs> I was like, thank God. Oh. <laughs> Uh, it's awesome. I'll tell you what, here, let's, let's give a, let's give a prop out to Tony Khan. Props Tony Khan okay. for having the Owen Hart tournament, because Vince never did. And yeah, they weren't going yeah, to really cool. ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. His wife was out there. Hey, my... You see his wife out there? Yeah. The yes, she was watching the matches? Martha. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll tip my hat to Tony Khan for having that tournament, keeping Owen's memory alive, because... Vince sure as hell didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And, and Vince wasn't going to do it. He no. wasn't going to do anything for them. No, he avoided a big lawsuit with that harness. And and the tournament Listen. for the guys and the gals have been the best part of the show. They were like the best part it of the show, been. the Owen Hart tournament. It has been. It has. Yeah. Most definitely. So it's going to be interesting to see who makes the finals on either on both the men and the women. I think it's going to be interesting. Right. All right, I'll give you guys so. one last one for any of you guys to answer. I'm not answering this one. You guys answer. What okay. if, Go for it. <laughs> what if you were the only promoter in professional wrestling, how would you do it? Yikes. Gosh, mm. good question. The only that is nobody else around. No, no Vince, no nobody. You're it. Wrestling in the United States is just you. How do you do it? I would honestly, I would hate to be the only game in town. I would literally create other promotions just so I have competition. Seriously, because I would hate to be the only guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, because if you're the only guy, you can only do so much for so long. And with the mm-hmm. same people. Right. So you would have to... As he says, you would have to groom new talent, and that's where the farm system mm-hmm. works. But here's the thing: They're, everybody's killing it. Everybody's killing the farm system. They want athletes. They don't want wrestlers. Vince is getting away from that. Like you and I have had this conversation, Stro. You're getting away from that. You're going to have guys trained the same one way. So what happens when you fire mm-hmm. them and they hit the indies? They're going to get hurt because oh. if if I'm if we're oh, yeah. calling the match. And they don't. They go. What are you talking about? What do you mean? What am I talking about? Those are the moves we're gonna do. What do you mean? What am I talking about? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't get trained that way. I'm not an idiot. So you know you're gonna get hurt. It's gonna happen. But if you're the only game in town, it's gonna be hard to stay relevant for a very long time. Oh, that's true. You mm-hmm. know, look at the NBA. Look at the NBA. Look at the NBA. The NBA struggling, struggling. Mm-hmm. And I like it. And I love the fact that they're struggling because they're a bunch of nobody ding-dongs because the players run that. They run that. It's a players-run league versus the NFL being an owner-run league. The players have stomped all over the people, and the people have spoken. They're not playing that crap anymore. So, I mean, it it would be hard, Chaz, to be the only promotion – out there, because then your demand to go overseas would be bigger, because they would want you. Um, and you know, it, it would be hard. It would be very hard. Oh yeah. No, I agree. And I agree. I, I agree. 
I, 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 I think it would be almost impossible. Go ahead. No, right. oh, I said I just told that to see what the answers would be, but I agree with you. Yeah. If it was me, I would set up a territory system that nobody knew about. I just go back and have the territories back again because it, it was more organic. It was it was more relevant. And you had a lot more people working in the industry under contract, or if if they were on loan to another territory. They knew they were getting their guaranteed money, so yeah. it works out. Mm-hmm. It worked out that way. That's why it was so good. But then you yeah. only got a hundred guys under contract, and everybody's out, out here on the indies, running around like chickens with their heads cut off. But you're sitting there. You're not on TV. You ain't been on TV in eight months. You're getting a fat paycheck, and you're wrestling catering. What's the point? What are you there for? Yeah. 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 That's true. Yep. I mean, here, I'll give you guys an example of, of what will never happen again, and that's barnstorming. You know, anybody oh. that's ever listened or, mm-hmm. or had the privilege of talking to Bobby Davis will know that Buddy Rogers' 1960 run up to winning the NWA World Heavyweight Championship was a barnstorming tour. 58-59, Bobby Davis and Buddy Rogers signed a gentleman's agreement and shake contract with each other. And Bobby Davis took them all over the country and then kept demanding title shots against O'Connor until they finally got him and they beat him. You'll never see that again. Nope. Nope. And it's sad because, you know what? Mm-hmm. That, that kind of stuff was a lot of fun. You know, it was, it was a lot of fun to see, to see somebody. It, it, it gave the sport an aura of legitimacy. I mean, even though we know how the magic is made, it still gave it an aura of legitimacy. Here's Buddy Rogers right. winning match after match after match after match and demanding Pat O'Connor, when will we finally get him in the ring? When will they sign the match? And they sold Comiskey Park out. Mm-hmm. 62000 between the stands I've got and a, the uh, What a house. Man. I've got a what wow. if for you guys. Okay. Okay. But I, I'll give you guys one. I'll give you guys one more one more tidbit on that. At the beginning of that show, Buddy Rogers came out and offered five thousand dollars to anybody in the crowd that could withstand, that could break the figure four leg lock. And yeah, I uh, remember my that. Cousin, my dad, my yeah. dad's cousin was in attendance. He was three rows down uh-huh. from the guy that volunteered. So this kid mm-hmm. gets in the ring with Buddy Rogers and he volunteers to break the figure four. And Buddy lays the figure four on him. He's flopping around like a fish for a good 35, 40 seconds. Buddy finally releases the hole because the kid can't break it. And the guy is legitimately limping back to his chair <laughs> in the <laughs> fifth row. <laughs> what does that do? Pain and stuff. Wow. It gives you mm. the aura of legitimacy. Here's the challenger right. for tonight coming out and demonstrating that his finisher is deadly enough mm-hmm. to make somebody limp back to their seat. Right. That's so, it. I'm sorry, Brian, and you know what? You and you, and you know what? That's what's missing. That's what's missing. Something like that, and a couple other little things are what missing in what's going on today. Everything is too commercialized, too um, too much business, 
and there's too much back business. How about let's get back to uh, wrestling? Let's get back to Bell, building a story. You, you know as well as I do, we pulled that off last July over at Pro Wrestling Mid South with the, and I'm not going to dignify his name because he's on my nerves. With the Italian American right, heritage, right? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. I barnstormed that kid in three weeks. I had him built up as a main eventer anywhere in the country. With and we sold out two nights in a row. Did great business. And what do I hear on the way back home? Oh, bro, I really don't want a job anymore. Really? Are you stupid? You'll do what I tell you Dude. to do. Listen, I'm not going listen, you know that show people? Hey, Chaz, I've had so many people come up and me and go, uh, I've never seen you win a match. I said, but my money's the same. My Damn money right. doesn't change. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's like, Kiss my He's like, I'm not anymore. That's awesome. I'm not first of, first, of, first of all, if you think you're jobbing, then you're jobbing. If you're yeah, going out there you. and doing what you're supposed to do, Win, lose, or draw, guess what? You did your job. Thank you. Agreed. Idiot. Mm-hmm. Idiot. That's, Idiot. That's just like uh, if I were to complain about dying in a, in a movie, my character dying in uh, portraying in a movie, right? right? I mean, that's You're, that's Then you become I mean, a prima that's donna. That's a hard story, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, Joe's a prima so donna. He doesn't want to die. <laughs> I'm in here. I don't want to die in the film. <laughs> Right. I mean, here, let me explain what, I mean, I'll have to brag on myself as much as the next guy because, hey, if you're not a self-promoter of pro wrestling, you don't belong in the business. Well, first of all, you have to build your own brand and be a self-promoter because if you don't, you don't get work. You don't get a job. Here. Hello. When I... It's, a, it's like the director said, he told the, uh, Michael J. Fox, he says, no wolf, no part. <laughs> right. <laughs> and like I said, you know, when I say I'm one of the very best in the business, everybody's like, oh, that's just Chaz talking about himself. No, it's not because that's every 18 inches. I sell tickets. Mm. When I'm on the card, people come out to watch. Now, they come out to watch me get my ass kicked, but whatever, they're still there. They're there. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Okay, I, I've I've got a uh, what if moment for you. All right. Go okay. Ahead, Brian. And then I and then I got to head on out of here because I I used to go to bed early now. I don't stay up real late. Uh, so okay. okay, the what if the what if moment is kind of erasing history. So let's let's just say for instance, Eric Bischoff would have stayed with the AWA as a commentator and then uh, ECW would have never existed and then Hogan and Bret Hart would have stayed in the WWF with Vince McMahon and Paul Heyman owned WCW and his main man was Stone Cold Steve Austin. How do you think things would have played out? Good Lord. A lot of moving parts. That's there. a mouthful. That's a lot of moving yeah. parts. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you one thing that wouldn't have happened. Heyman wouldn't have had enough money to buy WCW from either Crockett or Turner. 
Nope. Because without oh, these <laughs> But we gotta we gotta entertain the idea because he said it's a what if. Right. Entertain the idea. So yeah, it my is a what thing if. would be that. Yeah, right. I would so look at it like you this. So Stone Cold or Stunning Steve Austin? You got Stone Cold. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me think about well, that then, for a second. Then then your big feud would have to be Stone Cold and Ric Flair. It would, it would be Stone Cold and Sting. Would be your big feud. Oh, you think Sting? I doubt it because Ric Flair would is still the marquee guy. Well, okay, yeah, yeah. Ric Flair and Stone Cold. No, yeah, yeah. you're you're you okay, but that's fine. I'm just saying you you but there's so many intangibles there. I mean, you you set a mouthful for real. And if and if Hogan and um, who'd you say stayed in WWE? Bret Hart. Bret Hart. You would, if that was the case, Hogan would have killed that company inside of four years, and yeah. they'd be nothing Agreed. but an indie scratcher for air. Uh, and you never, then, and you never would have gotten that Shawn Michaels Bret Hart match. <laughs> then it'd be legit Hogan and Vince McMahon in the octagon. Octagon, pretty much, pretty much. Oh my pretty god! Much. Yep, sure would have. It would. It, it would have. Very, it would. You wouldn't have had a lot of stuff. No, you wouldn't have had the it rock. It would have ruined the Right. You would have kept the 87 yeah. roster. The 87 roster would have just kept on going. And you know what? It right. would have ruined. It would have ruined wrestling after that because it's just it just like like today is same old same old. You seen it? You seen it? You seen it? Yeah, that's you true. So. Let's just be you glad that what if never happened. happened. Exactly. Well, no, you, know, <laughs> you, know, you know the funny part of that is is that your what-if did happen, in a way, if you take a look at the WWF 1960, 63, when Bruno got there, until about 78, when superstar Billy Graham got there, it was the same old, same old. But that's pretty what much. wrestling was. It was pretty much the same well, old stuff, TV tapings in Allentown, squash match, house cards, Madison Square Garden. But there wasn't that big, other than Bruno, there wasn't that big breakout star. There wasn't a breakout True. roster. No, you know, you're right. You know, superstar Billy Graham was on board, and now you got a charismatic mm-hmm. heel. Now you got Dusty Rhodes coming in. you got High Chief Peter Maivia still there. Rocky Johnson, right. Tony Atlas. Now the roster evolves again into that late 70s, early 80s roster, and then... Between 86, right after WrestleMania, so 85, to 88, you had that Hogan era, you know, the Vince Jr. roster. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what happens if there's no Attitude Era? What happens if there's no Stone Cold? Mm-hmm. Well, that's right. They would bury it by 92. Because in 92, <laughs> 93, Hogan was already, Hogan worked Muda in 93. And he crapped all over the WWF in his post-match interview. He called the at, wing at the, rate, the toy. at the rate AWA was going also at the time, and Eric would have stayed. The main event would have eventually been Eric Bischoff versus Jake the Milkman Milliman. <laughs> that point. Ah, <laughs> ah, you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> the AWA was, was, was hurting back then, man. 
<laughs> well, oh yeah, they, they all their talent got robbed. I mean, come on. And again, come let's on. give one a boatload of credit for never jumping ship, for never selling out to anybody, and that's Nick Bockwinkel. Nick had integrity. Ship was sinking right. when yeah, he did. And you know what? Hell of a guy, hell of a champion. Uh, I mm-hmm. met Nick, uh, the first two CACs I attended, I had the pleasure of, of talking to Mr. Bachwinkle, and he was, you want to talk about living the gimmick? What you saw on television with Nick Bachwinkle was Nick Bachwinkle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. All day, every day. Very articulate. Not very articulate, very shrewd man. But very good, yeah, but good business. He did, you know, he, he he always did what he said he was going to do. Uh, when when he was AWA champion, he wrestled Ric Flair. He said, we'll go as long as you want, and we'll do what you want. And he did, and, and you know, he stuck to his, his word. Mm-hmm. You know, you, not a, like today, you got Matt Cardona, NWA champion, mm-hmm. You got Hangman Adam Page, AEW champion. I don't even know who the Ring of Honor champion is. Uh, and then uh, jo- you got Jonathan Joe, Gresham, it? I think. Oh, Gresham. Yeah, okay. Jonathan Gresham. And then all right, so you got all these players. Joe. So right, you got all these players, right? <clears throat> that will never happen today. You know why? Because nobody wants, nobody's been willing to do that because they're dumb. It's good for business. It would make sense, but guess what? If it makes sense, they don't do it. Right. It would help everybody's business right now, everybody, if they just pulled in a couple other people from other big top territory or MLW or AAA or Japan, New Japan and do that and have champion night and have all these champions work. Come on, man. That's money. But you know what? The, the, the reason, why, the reason why it won't ha- the reason why it won't happen is each of these promoters that owns their own little company, MLW, AEW, and so forth, they won't have a night of champions because they won't put their egos aside for the oh, sake no, of Oh no, exactly. And that's my point. You know, the point is, it's going to That's 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 just like Vince McMahon. You know, he wouldn't let his guys lose either. Well, wait a minute. Everybody's running under the Vince McMahon Jr. model. That's a single right. entity. Which which that means do better and for, don't do that. <laughs> it, it doesn't allow for any type of cross promotion. Nope. Nobody. nobody I mean, I wouldn't count the Ian, but I would. Vince Sr. did a few, but. Junior ain't going to do it, so Vince, he would be Vince out. Vince Sr. did it all the time. I mean, here, Vince Sr. broke away from the NWA based off of, off of what he thought was a bogus title switch. All right. But yet he was still on the board of directors for the next 40 years until he died. Yep. So every year at the NWA convention when they were discussing their business that the fans did not know about, didn't need to know about, Vince McMahon had a vote. And that's good. A boy, a, but, a boy, a boy me, Tim dropped off. Uh, thank you for Tim from calling in. Appreciate it. Call again anytime. But 
it, it, you know, these what ifs are pretty damn good because it may us think it may just use our brain for a minute. And you know what? That's what the problem is in this business. Nobody's using their brain. That's why I love Jr. Good old Jr. is making a mockery of anything that goes wrong on national television right out loud, and I love every minute because <laughs> he calls it out. Yeah. He will call it out. If it's dumb now, shit, here, and he can't a, say a, dumb a shit, a, but he'll make a fun of it. <laughs> it's kind of a morbid what if, okay? Okay. We'll go, back, right. we'll go back to 82, 83, actually 83, 84, right when they took the title off of Bob Backlund, okay? And okay. Vince is going national, and Vince Singer pulls him to the side and says, Vinny, what the hell are you doing? These guys are connected, and they're going to put a bullet in your head. What if that threat wasn't idle? What if they made good at it? And Vince McMahon hmm. Jr. got stumped. Now what? There'd be no WWE? Nope, you'd have territories Man again. would take over. You'd have territories hmm. again. Territories would start, would re-energize. You'd have more what people. What about Shane Mann? He Shane was a McMahon kid. was 11 years old at oh, the time. Oh, he was a kid. Oh, never mind, never mind. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about 82. Yeah. Okay, 82. Okay. But back then, getting the candy bar and call it a day, everything would be cool. <laughs> right? <laughs> but it would have folded I just find it or it would have broke up. I just find you it know, interesting because know. the rumor was that it was, the, it was the Southwestern guys that were really pissed at Vince and wanted to put a hit on him. You know, you got guys like Bill Watts and Fritz and Blanchard, you don't Paul Bosch, you don't mess with those guys. They've been around forever. Yeah, those, yeah, those are heavy hitters back then, man. You know, you know what I think would have happened in in '82 if that would have happened to Vince. I think that Pat Patterson would have took over uh, WWF. No, he died hmm. in that territory. He died in New York market, but that'd been about it. Yeah, yeah. He had the he had the old Capital Sports territory from yeah. Banger, Maine, all the way down. That's all he had. Yeah. Maine down to DC, everywhere in between. And and depending on how how well and successful he could be at that point, would would be the kicker because he would have to try to keep that whole territory alive, basically by himself. Right. He would have utilized Montreal yeah. a lot. Yeah, Montreal, of course. But as important as New York. Exactly. Yeah, but, I, I, I can saying, see that. I can see that with Patterson, yeah. Yeah, but it, just mm-hmm. doing it by himself, because it would have to be all him at that point. Yeah, but he would have probably... The greatest, finished guy, the <laughs> the greatest finished guy yeah, in the business. The greatest finished guy in the business. He would have probably relied on Gino Brito over in Toronto. He would have definitely relied on the Rougeos in Montreal. Um Jerry, well, Jerry Jarrett, maybe. Yeah, to help maybe. keep that yeah. portion of the territory alive. Was, there was a wasn't there a rumor, uh, Chaz, uh, years ago that uh, something about if Vince went to uh, prison for the steroid scandal that Jerry Jarrett was gonna take out, uh, take over WWF, or is that true? Yeah, was that Jerry, true? It was rumors. Jerry Jarrett had made. Numerous offers to buy Vince out, and Vince didn't want to do it, especially after Vince went down to Georgia 
and that thing blew up in his face with, with him trying to take over TBS, their programming, and that didn't work well. Oh, well, yeah, I remember that, yeah. I think Bill Watts would have had a better chance of buying Ben South than anybody else. At that time, yes. The only thing is, though, with Bill Watts, would he have had that rule to where somebody climbed the top turnbuckle and jumped off and they got disqualified? There's all kinds of rules. (laughs) I mean, here. I know, but those two rules are just stupid. Wait, let's take a look at the most stupid rule in professional wrestling. He, back before he owned the company, it was a scalpel oh, match. 
and they had Ratmaster PN News on top of the scaffold way up in the air. And he <laughs> said, there ain't no way if I weighed that much, I would be up on top of no scaffold with all my body weight trying to climb up a big old scaffold. <laughs> Now, of course, oh, in, the words of, in the words of the immortal Dusty Rhodes, just, just think about this, baby. You're going to be on top of the scaffold. You're going to climb underneath. You're going to swing your legs, and you're going to have big bubble <laughs> down there. 300 pounds, and you're going to kick your legs out, and you're going to kick your legs to catch the girls in the football game. Catch me, baby. If you will, catch me. Jimmy bought this. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all, y'all, uh, take care, and it was good, good calling in again. All right, buddy. Good call back anytime, Brian. Okay. Thank you, Brian. Okay, thank you. God bless. God bless. Yeah, Later. That a boy. Yeah, that was Brian. Called in on the real number, not Skype. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. Right. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha That'd be amazing. An actual number. Oh, my gosh. Uh, be awesome. <laughs> but these guys, you know, oh, it, it, so there's a lot of things that that um, are part of our business that should have remained a secret. And I'm exactly. not saying it because I'm in I, I'm saying that even as a mm-hmm. 17-year-old band, Absolutely. I didn't want to know all this nonsense. I didn't want to know their real names. Well, Who cares? No. Yeah, right. I love the fact that when I got into the business, the secret was still held sacred, and, you know, we did everything we could, everything we could to protect it and all that until it was let out, the cat was let out of the bag, which I was very, very not happy with that because it it changed the business. It changed the way people thought, and it also changed how people work. And I got t- and I was like, wait a minute, we still got to do the same thing. Oh, well, well, well. no, you still got to be true to who you are, and not give that up, even though it's already been done. I said, you're going to yep. ruin the business even more. And look at it now. Yep. They, these youngins don't care. They don't know their history. They don't it's know how some of these old people who, or who they were that paved the way for them to be able to make the money they're making today. Come on. Yeah. Anyway, guys, I'm going to jump up. Everybody have a good night. All right, buddy. One shout out. Circle Megastars in Berlin on Saturday night. That's my nice. shout out. Awesome. Love talking to you all. Talk to you later. Yeah, man. Hi, buddy. Back to brother. All right, bye. Have a great one. Yep. Thank you. Yep. That was great, man. Yeah, Chad, sure. man. I got he's one awesome. for you. I got one for you. Yeah, he's awesome. I got one for you. Yes, yes, yes. Please, okay. brother, lay it on. <laughs> Think about this for a minute. The guy okay. doesn't get love. He doesn't get love for his his mm-hmm. part in history of this business. What if Ivan Koloff, after he beat Bruno on Bruno's long streak to end his streak, kept that title for the next five years? Mm. I think it would have changed the entire WWF at the time because Hogan probably would have never been there. Hogan probably would have been still in the AWA. 
He probably would because he right. wasn't need. What what was the need for him at that point? There wasn't any need for him. You have Ivan Koloff. Mm-hmm. You have the Iron Sheik. You have King Kong Bundy. You have Big John Stud. Uh, you have all these guys, and then yeah, you know, then you sprinkle in, then you sprinkle in, um, Billy Superstar Graham, Jimmy Snuka, Don Morocco. Uh, the names Ooh, go on and on. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Man, what a roster! Let's say, let's just say, if Ivan did it, was not a transitional champion, and held it mm-hmm. for five years, like mm. he held it for seven, six or seven, wasn't it? And then, and then, um, and then uh, Backlund held it for four or something. But I'm just saying, mm-hmm. he broke. He he doesn't get the love for taking it away from Bruno. And ending Bruno's right. long streak. Oh, I yeah. think it, it would have changed. I think that would have changed the business. It would have changed the business. Right. I think for the better. And I think our I think oh, our yeah. magic would have never come out as early as it did. It would it would have been later. Mm-hmm. It'd been way That's later. True. Right. You know, and then I mean, I'm just saying, he doesn't get the credit. He's not a you know, he doesn't get what he deserves. Mm-mm. Oh um, no! You know, there's so many people not in the Hall of Fame, but there should be a true Hall of Fame. Somebody needs to make a true I mean, professional wrestling Hall of Fame. Ivan was ahead. the top guy wherever he went, whether it be WWF, exactly. uh, NWA. I mean, right. wherever it, he went, he was that, that's a my, top dude. He was a, exactly. I mean, he personified the business. He was the business. When he came in, right. when he came in to the NWA, and then he went and in all the whatever wherever he was at, you're right. But he was the business. Nobody could take mm-hmm. that away from him. Nobody, you know. That's what I'm saying. No. Uncle Ivan didn't get enough love. No, he didn't. And he was like Flair, and, right towards the end. He was still taking slams off the top rope, and <laughs> he was oh really yeah, seen, and he was beat up as all get up, and he was still doing it exactly. I just right. I just think that would have been a that transition had not have gone down the way it did and Hogan got got to that point, you know, when they they got to that point, Hogan would have never been there had had he done that. Right. It would have changed everything. Because I think I think he would have feuded with superstar Billy Graham for years. And Mm-hmm. It probably would have been one of the best feuds in the business at the time. Oh, gosh. Can you imagine? And like I said, sprinkling your Don Morocco's, your Jesse Ventura's, whoever mm-hmm. else you can name, you know, anybody else you want to throw in the mix. Pedro. I mean, come on. I, that was my guy. Pedro Morales is my guy. That's who I love the most. Oh, man. He was awesome. I love Pedro, man. Pedro. Talk about talk about a, a worker's worker. That's him. Mm-hmm. That yes, was sir. him. He was the guy. He was he was your yeah, he, was great. he was your guy that just showed up to work and said, "Okay, what are we doing? Let's go. Let's rock it." Right. What do we got? Who am I wrestling? Yeah, he didn't care. Let's go. And there's another guy you mentioned that I'm surprised never became heavyweight champion was uh, Don Morocco. I mean, he was. Yeah, good. he got looked over Back too then. many times. Too oh, many man. He times. Was so good. 
Yeah. You know, and I understand his so character. Good. You know, when he did get those title shots, you know, it was a disqualification, it was a count out, double count out, whatever. I get all that. Mm-hmm. But you're right. He should have he should have wore the strap for real. Should should have mm-hmm. never not had it. Oh, he made a great champion so. for him. Oh, yeah. I, I I loved to watch his ma- his matches were great, man. I love watching his matches. He was top notch guy. Like I say, no nonsense. Let's get it on. You know. Mhm. Great, great to watch. It's he was so fluid. It was just great to watch. And I think you know up up in WWF at the time, I, I think he was the main reason why Jimmy Sucker got over as good as he did because of their matches together. Oh, they had some. Superfly. Oh, God. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, I Amazing. you never know because it would it could have changed the history of wrestling. We may not have had, mm-hmm. we might not have had Hogan and Piper with Mister T and all that. That might never have happened. Um, probably not. not right. To be honest with you, who, who's mm-hmm. to say Jesse Ventura wouldn't have been that guy to fill that role? He, you you know? know something? He he could he could have been. If things the roles would uh, reverse, Ventura could have easily got the Hulk Hogan push. That's at the what, time. Yeah, that's I mean, what he was, exactly. Yeah, he, he looked was, like a million bucks back hot. then. He was hot, mm-hmm. man. He was he was super Cold hot, and talk, super over, every, do everything, super over. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's been soft all the time. <laughs> right. But, hey. That's what you gotta do, though. See, that's what I think. That's what the see the business is missing. Those kind of characters and people and wrestlers yeah. today. You have a few that can actually take the microphone and do it off the fly. There's only a few of them. You know, I've left always, that can right. So I've always thought uh, Ventura and Vince McMahon could have easily done the original. Boss versus employee thing, kind of like what Austin oh, did. With ben. Absolutely. Early on, oh, the like, yeah, the eighties, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Oh, that been hundred percent. That'd be great. Hundred percent. And how about yeah, man? When, uh, Ventura. How about when Ventura had he not had the problems he had with his health, you know, losing mm-hmm. a lung and all that, and it kind of hindered mm-hmm. him from certain matches. How about when he and right. Macho Man were always going at it at the commentator's table? What if he was still an active wrestler at that point? Oh, my God. And him and him Macho, Macho would have gone nuts. Yeah, they would have gone nuts. That, oh, God, that's money right there. Oh, gosh. Him and Randy? Mm. It's amazing. You got two guys, two guys who fool themselves and talk. You can do everything you want them to do, and you put them together in a match. Holy cow! That's a good that, what if. Now that should, yes, that should that should have been a WrestleMania main event right there. Ventura and Savage. And you know what? Oh and Vince, it, and if, if if that would have if that would have fell into Ventura's lap, I guarantee you he would have done it. Had Vince come mm-hmm. to him and say, "Look here, this is what I want to do. What do you think?" I bet he would have done it regardless of his health. I bet he would have stepped up and did it. Uh, absolutely. 
Oh, God. Because at that point, he would have had nothing to lose at that I point. Got, I, I got chills when you mentioned Ventura and Savage. I mean, that that's – oh, God, I can't oh, – that would be amazing. <laughs> oh, that's money. Like you said, that's money. Unreal, man. Mm-hmm. God. Now, now, now I want to see it. <laughs> I want to see right. Ventura. Oh, my God. Could we – can you imagine right. the Can we go back in time? Woo. Oh my! And how crazy they would be! Come on! Yes, <laughs> it'd be so amazing. <sighs> we, hey, we got Steve. We got Steve joining us, Professor Steve. Hey, Steve, welcome back, oh, brother. No. How you doing, man? Steve, he's here. Hey. Hello. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hey. Go, quit choking. <laughs> oh, my bad. I, I'm choking on pickle juice. I've been drinking pickle juice now. Sorry about that. Oh, man. Oh, you must be dehydrated. Uh, nah, I'm, I'm all right. I, I like eating pickles at night. <laughs> I've gotten kind of right. used to it. At least uh, I'm glad the you're not pregnant, baby, so mix. we're good. <laughs> no, I'm good. I, now, now, if I add some ice cream, if you will, then I'd, I'd be pregnated. But, you know, I'm not. I'm good, baby. <laughs> Right, I just got the video. Really <laughs> Steve, are you there, brother? Yeah, we're here. Oh, cool, cool. What's going on, man? Uh, just been so tired. Uh, but I'm glad. Well, I believe it. Uh, or some other uh, scenarios you guys mentioned. What else? Oh, all kinds of stuff. We just mentioned Ventura and Savage a minute ago. And we and I uh, um, brought up Ivan Koloff when he beat Bruno for that long run. If he wasn't a trans, what if he wasn't a transition champion and he held it for the next five years instead? Right. That would have been that'd have changed the course of history, I think. To be honest with you, and then. Uh, Brian brought up what if WCW had Stone Cold Steve Austin and WWF had with Heyman in control and WWF only had Hogan and who, what do you say, Hogan and um, Bret Hart? I said Hogan would have buried that company inside of five years. (laughs) And he said, what about Eric Bischoff staying with AWA? I said, well, that's easy. Uh, because it would have eventually been Eric Bischoff versus Jake the Milkman Milliman because AWA was having some problems. <laughs> oh, they had a lot of problems. Well, they were getting they yeah. got run over, and they couldn't stop it. Right. Oh, yeah. They were their own worst enemy. I mean, they, they hurt themselves. It was brutal. It was brutal yeah, to Vince watch, too. Vince, yeah, Vince took all his talent, man. Took all his, took all it all. his talent. Well, he, but he offered them so much money, they had to walk away. Yeah. I mean, they weren't getting paid some of those nights. I mean, they wanted money. They wanted to get paid. That's what they had families. I mean, I don't, I can't fault them for that. But yeah, I think it said that pretty said, bad. You know what I mean? I think that I can't, I can't cut off hand that feed me, Ben. <laughs> I need to stay with them. No, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Could you, you I got, got any good ones? Go ahead, Steve. Go okay. ahead, Steve. No, go ahead. Let's keep going. Okay, go ahead. All right, Steve, what you got, man? 
Um, uh, one that came to mind was it's probably I don't know. It's weird, but uh, Undertaker losing the WrestleMania streak to uh, Brock Lesnar. I think he could have lost it to somebody <laughs> else, and even he, even Taker said that that he could have lost it to Roman and made somebody else. Because I think Brock was already a made guy by that point, way before. So you say you. you... So you're saying, what if Undertaker would lost the streak to Roman? Well, to someone else, Rain? or just not that night. Right. Who would you think? Who would you have him lose it to, if it were you? Well, I mean, if the there was, um, I'm just trying to think of what realistically would happen because it seems like Taker has said he would lose it to Roman, and I think Vince would have. Okay, that, but um, I mean, I'd rather him not lose the streak, but if he was going to lose it to somebody, um, um, but Sam Michael didn't need it, but that would have ended on a high note. One of those matches, 25 or 26, but um, I don't know. Um, I think he needs it for was that CM Punk maybe because like that was his last good match I kind of if you were staying with the roster that uh, similar to the roster they have now I probably would have gone with Drew McIntyre yeah that would have made sense oh that's because here again he doesn't he didn't need like you said he, he didn't he didn't need it and if he was going to lose, I would have not rather lose it to Roman or Brock. I agree with that. He should have never lost it to Brock. But if you, like I said, if you're staying with somewhat current roster, I, it wouldn't help to hurt Drew McIntyre either way. And I think it would have been better to do it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. Um, both matches he had with Brock and Roman were kind of disappointing in that. And the Brock match, he got. Uh, concussed, and then the Roman he was not in the best ring that he could be in. No, he time. wasn't in good shape at all. And he should have That was there. Mm-hmm. What about this? What about this? If uh, when Bray Wyatt had the fiend, I I I think if if it would have been really cool to give that rub to someone like Bray Wyatt when he brought, first brought out the fiend. And yeah, you know, and I think if that were, if that were to happen, I, I honestly think that we would still have the Fiend and Bray Wyatt in WWE right now. Because right is now, is he ever going to come back to wrestling? Is he ever going to come back? It's a, good, it's a good question. I guess it's, a, lot, a lot of it's up to him. I think is you know he's been doing shooting a movie, horror movie all this time. So I'm just yeah. saying. I mean, <laughs> is he going to come back to WWE? Is he going to jump ship? You know. Right. Yeah, that's, I would, that's the million dollar question right now. Yeah, I'd love to it see Bray or uh, Malik or Alistair Black get it because Alistair Black has a similar aura, similar macabre feel. I think, I think he could have ran with it and done uh, this whole Judgment Day faction. I think they could have been Malachi Blacks or Alistair Blacks before he got released. Because I've I've been saying 
for months I wanted to see Priest and Black as a tag team, and then they did it with Edge. And nothing against Edge. I hope it works, but that that group, I thought, could have been Aleister Black's. But, yeah, I'd like to see Dean versus Undertaker, and that's just Bray Wyatt. You know, one one person in that group, I think, that's going to benefit from all, all of them is going to be Rhea Ripley. I think this is yep. the thing that's going to skyrocket her. Oh, absolutely. Agreed. Agree. Because you know what? She's gotten better and better as she's gone along, and then they put her in some crappy situations, and she made the best of them. But she's been in some really bad situations where, like, why is she doing this? Why is she in, even in these matches? Why is she doing what she's doing? Now you put her in this group? Oh, yeah, it's over. They're in trouble. Because her, her stocks Ed, arrive quick. Edge is so tickled she's in the group. He had his hair cut just like her. You notice that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Only yeah. you, Stro. Only you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's it just it, that's a good point though. Look at it, that's a good point. Yeah. Right. I mean But Alistair Black could have got I, that rub too, you know what I mean? Come think of it. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? I, I, he wanted thought, out. That, so Well that was the bit not that was the biggest what if for me is because he was gonna get new music. He was like probably gonna get a new merch. Like he he just got this big dark farther like re push after a long absence. And that's what really burnt me as the viewer was oh yeah, I'm really invested in this character that's just you know, coming back. They have that return with uh, against Big E. It doesn't even show up the next week. They don't pay it off the next week or follow it up and then he gets released like two weeks after his return. It's like what are you doing? I thought the whole Dark Father thing was in a faction like Judgment Day was right now. Right, yeah. Well, I, you know, got, I, get that I, either. I I can't I can't explain WWE anymore because it's it's tiresome. It's tiresome. Yeah, the only the only Figure thing we get out. that's the only that's the only like cause we budget cuts every time. Mm-hmm. Ugh. This has been great. This has been great, guys. Uh, I'm a, this whole show has been awesome. It's probably one of the best shows we've had in a while, honestly. What a great topic. Um, is there any plugs you guys want to get out there? Uh, this floor is yours. I mean, take it away. <laughs> You're um, funny. Yeah, I got uh, May 14th is Saturday. Definitely looking forward to uh, helping out big time wrestling. Should be a fun event. Um, cool. Cool. Uh, Prince Short at the high school. Uh, they have Hardy Boys versus uh, the new new brood of Gangrel and Joe Janela. That's going to be interesting. I can't wait to meet Gangrel. Nice. Then, uh, nice. Yeah, and. Uh, also that day, uh, New Japan's doing an event in D.C., so I'm going to have to check that out later. But, um, uh-huh. yeah. Speaking of. Definitely looking forward. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm waiting for the brood music to play later. That's on. Okay. That's funny. I, I'm, I'm, I'm working on that. I'm working on that. I'm, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get that for the next show. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> oh my goodness. I wonder if he's making yeah. appearance on E at some point. Like he was supposed to with AEW, but then that got canceled because of the Edge stuff. And it's like I wonder if they'll use him on WWE now with the Judgment Day. Why don't they bring him in with Edge? It'd be perfect fit. Oh my god. Gangrel? Yeah, I'm wondering. Oh my god. I wonder if they'll make him like Kevin Sullivan type guy for like a for like a cameo where he's kind of like a manager type a mentor type role. I don't I don't yes. think he'd want to manage. I don't think he'd want to manage because he's he said that before, but I think for like a segment that'd be pretty cool. That would be cool. Man, it'd be great to yeah. see him do his thing again. And him and Edge back together? Absolutely. Oh, man. That'd be that'd be pretty awesome. That should be awesome, Steve. So that's May 14th? Yeah, that's uh, Big Time Wrestling in Prince George High School. So I've been there before for other shows. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to this next one. Um, yeah, cool. so... Um, yeah. Definitely looking forward to it. And uh, looking forward to... Uh, the AEW Ridden Door show and the New Japan shows coming up. But, um... Yeah, I hope they have yeah, a good card uh, for that. I really do. Oh, yeah. And, uh... Pro Wrestling interviews every Sunday at 7.30 now. 7.30 p.m., so... Yep, change the time, baby. Yeah. And that that's a nice segue into... dun 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 Amazing Velvet, what we got for amazing interview? <laughs> yeah, we're doing pro, do wrestling, pro wrestling interview. interview. We're gonna we're gonna talk about XCon, and we're gonna talk about the show Myrtle Beach on the same day. Um, it's a it's a tribute to Barbara Delph, who has passed away, who is with as Fuego's girlfriend. Fuego Calderon is gonna be on the show. Dave Atwell is gonna be pushing his books, and if Papa Stro, you're there, we can talk about XCon with you as well. And the show, because as of right now, you and I may be doing commentary at that show. Yeah. So, All right. So I'd be honored. But uh, it, I am too. Awesome. And, and, and one thing I have to say about Fuego, uh, Fuego, what a guy, man. Uh, he has stepped yeah. up to the plate since Barbara has passed, uh, done everything right, done everything he could to keep everything in line. Um, to keep her dream and his dream alive by still running um, and all that and taking care of all the all the business that they got to take care of. But here's the thing. Love Fuego. I love Barbara, but he's going to do back-to-back nights. He's doing Friday the 20th in Myrtle Beach for her. Saturday night in New Jersey, they're doing one in New Jersey for Barbara as well. So he'll be leaving as soon as he can after the show he's running for her to be in New Jersey with her kids and her family. So kudos to him for doing that. Um, Right. Gone way too soon. Um, Her and I were battle buddies together. We talked all the time about what treatments we were on, what we were doing, what we were facing. And um, it just, it's just sad. Um, gone way too soon so 
Barbara, we love you. Fuego, we'll be talking to you Sunday, 7.30, Pro Wrestling Interviews. Hope all y'all can make it. I want to thank Steve Logan so much for helping um, Pro Wrestling Interviews keep that show going, keep it entertaining, informative, all of that. Everything that you've done, I want to thank you so much. You guys have rocked it and kicked it out of, out of, out of the park. So I appreciate that um, immensely. Um, in no way, shape, or form is it really my show. It's our show. I can say that anyway. It's everybody's show. Um, I'm just fortunate enough to be a part of it. So I want to thank all of y'all. Friends. Stro, you too. You've been on there. You've helped out. I know Todd has, and then Dr. John has, Sinister when he can, and Susan when she can. So it's awesome. So I appreciate all of y'all. No, thank you. And one one other thing, Steve, Steve, thank you for everything you send. I check out all that stuff. It's so good. And Steve keeps (laughs) me informed as well as y'all too, but – all the stuff and uh, like the funny one was uh, the Buff Bagwell and, and Stroh that was great oh, oh boy <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, talked about that early on about really... we did talk we talked yeah. about that early on Steve <laughs> even even yeah even when even when he was negative about you he still was like oh nice guy friends with everybody <laughs> but Bagwell but, losing yeah, but, marbles man what, what wait, I was telling I was telling Velvet earlier. I mean, none of that he was saying was true. None of that, was, and I'm thinking I thought we were friends, and he's like going on about this and that, like some dispute about <laughs> who's winning, who's losing. There was never a dispute with us and Bischoff about that. We just did our thing, and that was it. And, and matter of fact, he even thanked me for looking out for him during the match because he was just coming back from his injury with Steiner. And you know, you know, I mean, I remember that time he even called in on my like birthday party podcast to wish me happy birthday, man. I thought we were friends, man, and I see him on there with that WSI interview. Yeah, he said, he said that piano guy and the hot chick. I'm like, dude, don't you know? <laughs> really? Oh my god! I mean, I, I, I even I wrestled him <laughs> even before I was maestro, and he forgot all about that, man. And, and you know, and I was wrestling for years prior to WCW, and I don't, know. I don't get it, like, dude. I'm, I'm I don't get myself, it. Is he talking about the same guy? <laughs> he, he might have. He might have two but, people confused. You and somebody else. You never know what this I, guy. I, I mean, think about it. it Jeez, I, and I've never worked out with him in the gym. He's never worked out with me in the gym. So well, I don't know. Not talking, talking about you about. on that part of it. <laughs> I was I was a gym for four hours. He did these weird exercises. Is he, talk, is he talking about disco? <laughs> oh, I'm maybe, sorry. Maybe they're good friends. They're good friends. You know what I mean? I, I, I was stretching I my head going. And then he was then dude, he was healing on the Ultimate uh, Warrior and like the worst NWO members and all that. It's like, dude, I mean, you've said you he, he, he sounded to me like um, like uh, Ole Anderson. A bitter little. We didn't kid. like nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Bitter little kid, bitter old man. But you know man, what? Hey, I'm thinking, man. With him, you never know, bro. You never know with him because I'm telling you, I, I, I think he loses normal. Honestly, or something's I'm, up. I, I'm praying for him, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of worried about him, honestly, because he I mean, just didn't sound like himself. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. 
It didn't sound angry. Because I've never I'm had like, what is with this? a guy. I thought, I, heck, I thought we were friends. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> well, obviously not. Hey, I tell you what we'll do. Yeah. We'll book him on pro wrestling. I'm too weird. You just come on. And <laughs> you can, yeah, that's right. You're too weird. I forgot about that part. I'm too weird. How about this? I, I try Man. to get him on my podcast, and then you just come on and go, "Hey, I'm the weird guy." <laughs> yeah, remember me? I'm the piano guy. You forgot his name. And the, with the hot From Seattle. Oh, she's from oh, Seattle. He, yeah, she's got a name too. She's got a name too, right? Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying you're the guy from Seattle. Uh, Yeah, I'm from Seattle now. Yeah, from Seattle, Washington. (laughs) Yeah, what a ding ding. Oh God, bless him! I, I, I hope he gets the help he needs. So he needs, you know what I mean? Hope so. That's just weird. The whole thing was weird. Talk about he has no he has no room to talk. But go ahead. I didn't want to. This was uh, great because I missed it earlier, but um, I did have a question that I forgot to ask. Uh, Stro, what did you think about yeah, that Jeff Hardy Darby? What did you think about that Jeff Hardy Darby Allen match on Dynamite? That was crazy, dude. I, I can't believe they're giving it away for free on free TV. My God, that should have been the pay per view match. That was incredible. My yeah, God, agreed. the things they were doing, it was insane. I and I'm, I haven't seen Jeff Hardy work that hard in a long time, man. I mean, him and Darby went all out, brother. Yeah, and Darby was that that apron bump made me cringe watching it. I was like, "You and me Lord. both." <laughs> oh my you god! You and me both. That should have been a main event on a uh, AEW pay per view. That should have been double or nothing right there. It, and, man, yeah. why the heck is? Uh, you know what I mean? Why is it on free TV? Uh, Thank you. Exactly. That's why. That's why Austin left uh, in that King of the Ring tournament because he was going to lose the Brock with no build up. But at least with the Hardy thing, they kind of had some build up. But yeah, I think it would have been great on right. paper too. God, God, I mean, you had. Oh man, how I mean, how often do you get Darby Allen to Jeff Hardy? You know what I mean, you know what I'm saying? Oh. Exactly. And why it, exactly? That why is it on free TV? Here again, well, here's the thing. I know why it's on free TV, because they're thumbing their nose at Vince by doing the Owen Hart Challenge. And that's why they're doing it on free TV and trying to make get get a rise out of Vince. I'm just, glad nobody, got, yeah. just glad nobody got hurt. And then Martha was there. Right. It looked like she was in, but you don't want someone to get hurt <laughs> during a Martha Hart-like appearance. Like, no, rare, no, but... They're hurt. Both Thank of them God are that was the main event. Thank God that was the main uh, event. Yeah, no. I, would, I would. There's no way in hell I would want to follow that match. No way. No. Well, what can like, he do? Nothing. <laughs> right. Nothing. Technically, te- technically they they had to tape Rampage after, but yeah, I I see what you're saying. Like I wouldn't want to follow that either. No way. Nope. I mean, it's that too was, hot. That was. Yeah, that was as good as it gets. <laughs> I mean, yeah. When is it, when are you ever going to see something like that again, Darby Allen and and, and Jeff Hardy? That was you special. may maybe one more time, really or was. not? You know, and and I just think the reason why they did it on free TV is because it's the Owen Hart Challenge. I really do, and I think that's yeah. a big f a big f you to Vince McMahon. 
So, yeah. And when well, Hardy, Hardy did the uh, Solanton on the steps, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh. On the outside. Jeez. Yeah, he was hurting after that for real. He was like, oh. <laughs> I, I, I was, too, just looking at it. <laughs> Jeez. Mercy. It was nuts. Nuts. But. It, hmm. it 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 brought the house down though. Everybody was engaged yeah, in that entire match. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I think um, so, that one and uh, Hardwood and Cole. Yep, yeah, that yeah. was a hell of a match too. That, oh yes, it was. Yes, it was. And I really thought, probably to be honest with you, probably was the they best were match let Adam Cole win. Had. I mm-hmm. think Adam Cole's going to win that tournament. To be honest with you. I can see that. Well, that'll be so. Yeah. Because now that Dax is out, I think that he's the winner at this point. Because if they had swerved us and Dax won, Dax would have been the winner of that tournament. Right. So I mean, that was nice is what it is. Wearing the Heart Foundation trunks too. You notice Dax yep. wearing the Heart Foundation trunks. Yep. I yeah, love. Cool. They both wear them too. I love it. I love the fact that they do that. I think we still have but, to find uh, out. I think we still have to find out who the Joker is. Um, that could be a factor. Oh, for Samoa Joe. For Samoa yeah. Joe. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, yeah. And and then. Um, I Can think, you imagine with Cesaro? I love that. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Joe. Um, another theory that I have. That heard it's probably not going to happen, but Giant Gargano and Candice LeRae maybe making a double Joker appearance that'd be interesting. But I think Cesaro wow. and Cesaro and Joe would all yeah. match. That'll be incredible. Either way, be incredible. And you, yeah. and you see, and you see, his lordship is getting ready to wrestle. Yes. Yeah. On, I'd love to see him make a six-man tag appearance or something like that. That'd be great. Yeah, I think I think I'm he's going to tag. I I think they're going to do that, but I also think he's going to tag with Wheeler, with Wheeler Yuta. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. that'd be great. That's man. my guy. Please. All right. That's my yeah, guy. Yeah. Please come come back <laughs> come back next week, man. Let's continue the fun and okay. have a great weekend and uh, uh, take care of yourself. Have uh, have a great shows wherever you're at, and we'll see see everybody next Thursday. Take care. We're, close out with some Jake Roberts. <laughs> Have a good night. God bless. Okie dokie. All right, guys.